everyone. My name is Michelle and welcome to Romcom Weekly. Today, my friend Whitney joins me on the podcast to talk about the movie Return to Me. Hi, Whitney. Hey, Michelle. Thanks so much for doing this. I'm so pumped. I am too. Thank you. <laughs> Before we dive in, a few things about this movie. It was released in April of 2000. It's directed by Bonnie Hunt, written by Bonnie Hunt and Don Lake. It stars David Duchovny, Minnie Driver, Bonnie Hunt, Jim Belushi, and David Alan Greer. The IMDb.com summary is, A man who falls in love with a woman who received his wife's heart must decide which woman it is who holds his heart. It has a 6.9 on IMDb, and it made around $36 million at the box office. Okay, Whitney, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> let's start off with what are you rating this movie on a scale from 1 to 10? Okay, so I thought a lot about this, and I'm giving it an 8.5. Okay, I love <laughs> it. I actually thought I thought pretty hard about this, surprisingly. Yeah. I think I'm landing at an 8. Okay, I almost picked 8. Okay. But you know why? I picked 8.5 because I wasn't as confident in a 9 out of 10, because then that would disappoint a lot of people who mm. don't like it. And then I thought an 8.5 is closer to 10 than eight so let's go with 8.5 yeah that's a good reasoning I, I okay well so like I had written down a 7.5 initially but okay. then I was like is this a c movie am I giving this movie a c and I was mm -mm. like it's better than a c so then I yeah. bumped it up to the eight agreed agreed usually sometimes these scores come to me like viscerally but I was like I like scratched my head for a while on this one yeah I did too it had been a minute since I revisited this movie, but what's your relationship with Return to Me? Oh, it's deep, man. Okay, <laughs> so this, I looked up the release date and it came out when I was in high school. I think it was 16. Yeah, you and I, I think we're the same age. Yeah, yeah. So super formative movie for me. Mm -hmm. I was also, side note, homeschooled. So I was pretty sheltered as a kid. And this was like one of the first like, PG movies that had like any mention of sex in it that I was mm. able to watch. <laughs> Got it. So yeah, but I would say my main attraction to this film was David Duchovny because I was not even low key, high key obsessed with the X-Files as a kid. <laughs> and I had to see everything that he was in. And this was the first film, like once I started watching the X-Files, this was the first film that he was in. So mm -hmm. I had to see it immediately. And of course I loved it, whether it was good or not, I loved it. That's so funny. So Whitney, I remember this about you is that you were really yeah. big into X-Files. I know. I know. I'm a total dork. I know. I, I know. love it. So confession, I've never watched the X-Files. Oh my gosh, Michelle. I know. So I, this is, I think maybe my only David Duchovny piece of TV or film that I've actually watched Girl, and rewatched. You're missing out. <laughs> Well, you are I missing was, out. I was watching or I was reading some reviews about this movie and a lot of the critics were saying how, you know, is he Mulder or is he the other one? Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. embarrassed. Okay. Yeah. He's Mulder. He's but, Mulder, yeah. So apparently <laughs> David Duchovny is Mulder is incredibly like sullen, kind of moody mm -hmm. or whatever. So this was a, apparently a very big departure for him in terms yep. of acting. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that you have that as a reference. This is my only yeah, reference of David that's, Duchovny. That's like my main attachment to this film, just now that you know. Yeah. 
It's David. I, I would write it. about him and I would write about him in my diary. Like I loved him. <laughs> really? You, like attracted to him? Is that what it was? I, yeah. Well, I think I was like attracted to his character on the X-File. I don't want to get too deep into it, but I like really <laughs> wanted their, the real life actors to be in real love. And I just like mm. thought about them all the time. I was homeschooled. Okay. So I admit <laughs> I was a total nerd. We don't need to dwell on this. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so that makes sense why this movie is like so important to you. David Duchovny. I love him, yes. <laughs> I can't remember when I first saw this movie, but I've rewatched this movie a lot. And I'm surprised yeah. because it's not really on TV. I must have owned the VHS at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll cut to the chase. I think this is an underrated rom-com. I think so too. Although it's also like... A romantic comedy drama because there's kind of a lot of sad parts so i mean i guess a lot of rom-coms have sad parts but yeah. there's you know there's death and and loss so for it's, sure it's more than just a rom-com yeah on that note what are some things you like about this movie oh i love that it's so wholesome mm-hmm. and i guess that's the nerd side of me i <laughs> i love that there's just like this sweet relationship that forms between them but Honestly, the supporting cast, those mm. are my favorite characters now. Now that I've rewatched it as an adult who's not obsessed with David Duchovny, <laughs> I definitely like all the supporting cast, all those characters, Bonnie Hunt's character mm. and then um, Grace's grandfather and all his buddies. They are just so sweet and like the most supporting and sweet people i don't know i just love them i love all of them and there's a lot of little cute one-liners in the movie too that that i like still think about to this day (laughs) we'll save that for the best scenes or or lines i want to circle back with you on that for sure (laughs) i will but a thousand percent it's so warm-hearted it's tender i feel like it's just a really warm hug there's Mm -hmm. as you say it's so wholesome there's Mm-hmm. There's zero sex in this movie. It's rated PG, as you mentioned. I know. Yeah. I found myself, I think, just with a smile on my face. Same. For most of the movie, minus the sad parts. Mm-hmm. The the warm family vibes, I, I wrote down in my notes here, warmly chaotic. They're just they're yep. so crazy, but I love how strong they are in their bonds with each other. Mm-hmm. It's never too cheesy. Yeah. Agreed. I think there's a good banter. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I have to shout out Chicago. I'm originally from Chicago, and this movie takes place there. And I, I know Bonnie yes. Hunt, I think, is famously a proud Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. I think this is her film directorial debut. So yes. she really, you know, hammered it home with the Chicago themes. I think the way that this movie unfolds also is that we're immediately drawn in to these characters. And I think this movie does a really good job of making you care about these people. No one is unlikable. There's mm-hmm. no antagonist in this movie. Yeah, I thought about that as well. Yeah, so I think this is just, again, just a really warm-hearted, tender film. Agreed, 100%. Do you think David Duchovny and Minnie Driver work well together? Eh, you know, now that I've rewatched it as an adult and not a teen, not so much. I didn't really mm-hmm. feel a ton of chemistry between them. I honestly felt like it was all of their friends and family or all of, I guess, Grace's friends and family that were like supporting their relationship. And that made it so sweet because really analyzing it and going back and looking at the scenes between the two of them, it's again, like really innocent and, and sweet and like 
almost hesitant. Like they have a very hesitant nature when they're together. Like they're just afraid to tell the whole story. At least Mm. Grace is, you know, she's hiding the heart transplant issue. And so I didn't feel like a ton of chemistry between the two of them. It was more their friends and family that were like, you know, bringing them together and fostering their relationship. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. It's well acted between the two of them, Minnie Driver and David Duchovny, but I think the heart is with Grandpa and his buddies and Meg, who's Bonnie Hunt's character, with Joe, who's Jim Belushi. I loved their dynamic. It really, those were the comedic moments. That's what makes this movie the comedic part, for sure. Yes, same. Um, The music, I'll categorize the music under this one of under things I like about this movie. I mean, this movie is named return to me after the Dean Martin song return to me, which they play, I think once or twice in the movie. So they really hammer that home. But Mm -hmm. I love the, the overall feel and tone of like the, uh, the old school jazz band, big band band Mm -hmm. music. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And did you know the guy, Joey Gian, he is the actual singer at their fundraiser event for the Gorilla Habitat. That guy is actually the guy who sang on the soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you dove deep. I love it. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so for this movie, what are some things you don't like? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I guess the plot is a little unrealistic, but mm. that's what makes it lovable. You just have to accept that and get over it. Right. As far as what I didn't like, I don't know. I guess maybe if I had to pick one character that I didn't like, that would be Charlie. I wanted Mm. to like Charlie more. I wanted him to have more of a supporting role in Bob's life. I almost Mm -hmm. said David. Bob's (laughs) life. And I kind of got got the feeling that he was more of a friend to Elizabeth, Bob's deceased wife. Mm -hmm. So maybe the two of them were closer and then he was just a friend of Bob by association and then they grew closer together, I guess. Mm. But I wanted him to be funnier and more supportive. I just felt like a lot of his lines fell flat. And when he kept trying to get Bob to come out, he's like, Mm. come on, Bob, come. He had the worst taste in women. And he just really, (laughs) he really wasn't doing Bob any favors. He thought he was, but it's like he didn't know Bob. Because the the way that he set up the the dates, I just felt like he didn't really know the real Bob. So I wanted to like him more. I love David Alan Greer. I have no issue with him as an actor, but I don't know. It just fell a little flat for me. His character did. Hmm. You know, now that you say it and you shared your thoughts about it, I agree with you. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes to the poor taste in women. And yeah, he kind of was not insensitive. It was... He was just really pushing Bob to just get out there. It didn't really matter yeah. how or why or when. It was just, just do it. And yeah. for someone whose wife passed away, I would assume like a quote unquote best friend would approach that with a little bit more sensitivity. Yeah. But to your point, he probably was closer to Elizabeth because they worked at the zoo together. So I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. In terms of least favorite character, I struggled with this. I felt like everyone had a role to play. Like there were no superfluous characters in my opinion, even to the point of Mr. Bennington, the anonymous donor to the zoo. Oh my God. I love him. I love him. Yeah. I was on a safari, Bob. I was on a safari. (laughs) He cracked me up. Like I, you know, we gave a hefty sizable donation anonymous, of course. Anonymous, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was just great. Do you know he is, um, 
Joan in John Cusack's dad? I did, yes. Girl, that's so I, crazy. I had no idea when I looked him up. <laughs> I love it because I think the Cusacks are famously known to be Chicago people oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I love that there was more Chicago pride and even casting people from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. One of my favorite characters. <laughs> Bob! I love you it. You may recognize me from my <laughs> sizable picture in the monkey house. <laughs> Whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, um, I, I struggled also here. I There's not any one or particular big thing that I don't like about this movie. And when I thought hard about it, the, there's the reason why I personally really love rom-coms is because I usually relate to one of the characters or the situations they put themselves in. But... Mm-hmm. I don't relate to any of these characters or the situations that anyone's in. Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't experienced any significant deaths in my family. Thank God. And the like the big family vibes. I kind of had that as a, as I was a kid with young cousins and aunts and uncles. But as an adult, I think I, I look at this movie with a little different perspective as well. And I think additionally, there's no real like iconic moments from this movie. No. Whereas maybe like other rom-coms of this in the late 90s, early 2000s, I feel like it was just very heavily like teen geared comedies or very like sexualized rom-coms. And maybe this was just, it just fell under the radar because it was so wholesome. I think you're right. I think that did happen. It's funny because I've asked several people in the last week if Mm. they've seen this movie. None of them have seen it. None of them. I, I, they didn't know it existed. <laughs> Same here. I was, I was recording a few other episodes and they're like, what's up next? And I was like, return to me. They're like, what? What's that? I was like, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. That's why I think this movie is a little bit underrated. Just the sheer fact that no one has heard of it. I think so too. In terms of David Duchovny though, is this his only rom-com that you know of? Mm, wow. You would ask me that. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to look. Let me look as well. I think... I'm looking. He's done some other... Like, he's mostly TV, correct? He does... He's done a lot of movies, but I don't think any other rom-coms. But I haven't seen them all. Mm. So he did a couple couple other films, but again, I haven't seen all of them because my obsession um, waned. (laughs) So he's also done a lot of TV as well. Fun fact, he was in Beethoven with Bonnie Hunt. Oh, yes, yes. I haven't seen Beethoven since I was a kid. That's Yeah. I need to potentially revisit that. But I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and I forgot he's in Zoolander. He's the the hand model in (laughs) in Zoolander. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, so good. I mean, this this happens a lot for me when I revisit rom-coms that I haven't seen in a long time, is that, you know, we were in our teen teen years when we saw this movie and we're like oh my gosh yeah. these these people are so old and mm-hmm. they mentioned really offhand that Elizabeth is 34 years old that she's being wheeled into the hospital and yeah. I did some quick math Bob is also in his there's like a goof actually I think they're supposed to be the same age but he does he's like oh I was 13 when I last bowled but I'm 25 years later which makes him 38 so yeah, yeah I was just like oh we're like we're peers with these people now and it I just <laughs> depresses me. It does. Yeah. Th- I thought of that actually, because 
um, seeing Meg's character, or Bonnie Hunt's character, Meg, seeing her interact with her kids and her husband, mm. now that I'm a mom and mm-hmm. have kids, I felt like it was so accurate, like, so many of the things and the, the things that they were arguing about, the things that he was doing to annoy her, yeah. were so accurate, and I remember as a teen, I just kind of glazed over that and didn't really know what was happening in the family scenes. Mm-hmm. Although I just, I do remember the kids cursing back at the dad and I thought that was funny. So funny. But yeah, I feel like her portrayal of a mom is so authentic. So mm-hmm. she must have already been a mom when she filmed that because it was amazing. I, I mean, she's the best. So good. I want her to be my mom. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt is so good. Actually, I, I think this is I looked up Bonnie Hunt, and oh man, I'm going to fact check myself before I even say this. Um, (laughs) She has a huge family. She has, I think she comes from like six or seven siblings. Wow. But she actually has no children. Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Yeah, she... I would have sworn. She was married, and then she separated from her husband, but there were no children during their marriage. Huh. She must have been modeling it after her mother then. Yeah, and she's also in Cheaper by the Dozen, which they have a dozen yes. kids, right? So, yep. yeah, she she plays the frenetic mom really, really well. Yeah, and Beethoven, she's the mom as well. She's great. Oh, right. That. One thing, and again, it's not something that I don't like, but it's just I wanted to bring this up and maybe get your thoughts on it, was that this movie is very heavily themed on, like, fate and destiny, right? Grace mm-hmm. gets his dead wife's heart. But one of the things I like about this movie, actually, is that they don't really hammer those words ever i think grandpa at some point alludes to oh maybe the heart was always meant to be with you at the end of the movie but i don't know i think that again bonnie hunt and her her co-writer did a really good job in not stuffing this down your throat about let's make this about fate and destiny yeah it didn't feel cheesy at all it felt very authentic and very well to be cheesy myself it came from the heart <laughs> yeah <Wow>. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible <laughs> I mean it, it is interesting I mean I don't know I, I was watching this yesterday and I was like I laughed really hard in some scenes and I mm-hmm. kind of forgot how how much joy this movie brought me it was really fun I'm so happy you wanted to talk about this movie it gave me an opportunity <laughs> to revisit it it is so sweet we talked a little bit about you know family obviously but I think family for me is like the biggest theme in this movie. Mm-hmm. Did you catch anything else in terms of themes? Um, I mean, I thought of themes as like, what's a good summary for this? Um, more like finding happiness again after loss. That's mm-hmm. a common theme in a lot yeah. of movies. But it, yeah, that was really the only theme I could find or pinpoint. Yeah. It sits well with me, though. I'm good with it. Yeah, same. I think this movie is... As, as tender as it is, it's not exactly a intellectualized movie. So, and no. I'm, I'm, I'm very okay with that as well. <laughs> Same. All right, here we are. I want to hear your favorite lines and scenes from this movie. Oh, gosh. Okay, when Grace and Meg are doing the Cosmo quiz, and <laughs> Grace is like, I'm getting a new heart, not a new ass. <laughs> <laughs> And then every scene with Marty, Angelo, and Wally, and the yes. other guy who I forget, but yeah. Marty, Angelo, and Wally are the the funniest. The part where, remember when Bob comes and he's wanting to pursue 
He's wanting to pursue Grace to Italy, and so Marty takes him out back, and then Angelo goes to the window, and he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's taking him out. And he, like, everyone is freaking out. What is he doing? And he's just, like, telling them all the lies. He's so funny. Angelo had the best lines in the whole Angelo movie. was oh great. Oh, my gosh. He's so great. He was, I don't know if I picked up on it in previous watches, is that they're brother-in-laws, Grandpa and... Angelo are somehow brother-in-laws. He's the Italian, and Grandpa is the Irish, thus the Italian-Irish restaurant, which is really sweet. I love it. Yeah, their restaurant was so cool. Yeah. So cute and cozy. Makes me... I wish I were a regular there. I feel like they would just welcome everybody um, with open arms to that restaurant. I know. It's a real restaurant, but it's not called that. Yes, yes. Yeah. I I found that in my, my research as well. Yeah, I didn't write down any other favorite quotes just because everything was so funny. I had Mr. Bennington and his strictly anonymous <laughs> donation. Before you know it, I was on a safari, Bob. Also, can you imagine me on a safari? Me and the missus. <laughs> oh, so Mr. Cute. Bennington. So cute, yeah. So I have two scenes that I really liked. Um, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned one of them before was when the interactions between Joe and Meg and the family (laughs) and the kids and they're getting ready for father Rudy to come over and the whole scene where the kids are cursing and Joe is flipping out. He's cursing and he's, the kids are, I I don't know. It's just chaotic, but (laughs) it it was so funny and still very warm. Yeah. It just made me laugh really hard. And then Rudy opened, you know, he opens the door to Father Rudy where he's still wearing the collar. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, not boy. not used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. And the scene with him when they're trying to put the kids to bed, he's like, you, me, tonight, we can do it. They're all yes. asleep. And then he steps on something on the stairs. Damn it. And the kid hears him. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, for the love of God, just go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, your kids are a little older now, but was yeah. that a was that like a, a phase they went through? No. Oh. <laughs> Although, well, yeah, I did. We did have an incident with the, our older one once, and he heard the f word from me, and he used it in context with his oh. dad. And in context, it was, wow, it was perfectly in context. He was like, "What the f is that person doing?" And the person was, like, trying to break open his own window in the parking lot. And my husband just stared at him (laughs) aghast. And someone walked by and heard. (laughs) Charlie was, he was, like, four Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Was this in the city? No. Oh, you had left the city by then. Yeah, yeah, we had left the city already, but. Yeah, so we, I guess, yeah, I guess I have had instances like that where my bad words have been repeated so gotta be more careful now they're old enough now just don't repeat mommy (laughs) yeah they know what yeah what words might mean and what they don't mean um I have to share one more other scene is yes you know you talked about how Charlie is not that great of a friend he sets Bob up with inappropriate not inappropriate (laughs) just not women that are not for him so I'm talking about the setup with him and Marsha Mm mm-hmm at yep, the, the restaurant. 
Oh yeah. my gosh, the Swiss water bit. Whitney, I was like starting with laughter last night. It was great. I know, I know. It's so good. That is my favorite. Yeah, I should have written that down. That's my favorite thing too. I mean, I Grace the Swiss water. So I got snappy. sick on that once. I got sick on that once. You know, I got sick on that once. <laughs> Grace is like, no, and some, we don't cook everything in Greece. Some of it we boil in Swiss water. <laughs> Ooh, it was so good. What a, what, what a. A zinger. Yeah, zinger, exactly. Love it. It was, it was perfect. Like, because Grace is so sweet. Yeah. I wrote down, Marsha, like, is such a Karen, to put it in yep. today's lingo. She just oh, wants yeah. to always speak to the manager, the supervisor, and complain, but so good. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm just laughing <laughs> thinking about it. I know, me too. <laughs> so usually one of my favorite segments is the WTF moments. Um, these are the mm. plot holes and biggest, most unrealistic moments. Mm-hmm. I didn't find that many here, but I found that I had more questions than things that I had problems with. I did too. You go oh, first. Okay, cool. You go first. One of the questions I had was, what time does O'Reilly's close? Yep. <laughs> um, because, you know, it's a family restaurant. I presume that they do most of their business during dinner hours and mm-hmm. it seems to be like a very popular spot, but all the grandpa and the buddies are always playing poker like, I worked in a restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. you close at 10. That doesn't, that means like usually the last customer's out maybe around 11. And then you have to like count the money, do the dish. Like, it's it's a bit, yeah. it's a whole thing. Yeah. But they're just chilling, playing poker until the wee hours of the night, maybe. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Same question here. I mean, I must, <laughs> maybe they get to sleep in because they don't open for breakfast. True. So, true. I guess they're just night owls. Yeah, maybe they are playing poker at 2 a.m. Probably. I mean, they got nothing else to do. That's true. <laughs> Just <laughs> continue to to <laughs> debate about Italian and Irish singers and baseball players. I love all their debates. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we got to have Bobby. We got to have Bobby. <laughs> it's so fun to watch. It sounds yeah. kind of trite, but it is really warming and, and fun to watch. Okay, you go with a question or a, a WTF oh, moment. Oh, yeah. So bringing the bike to Italy, what the mm, heck? What? One. How much Great does that one. cost? What? I mean, I know they needed the bike for the final scene, which was really great. Or not the final scene, but like the scene yeah, where yeah, we yeah. connected. I get it. But whoa, that's that's weird. I would never bring a bike to Italy. That's such a good call out. I was thinking that as I was watching it, but failed somehow to write it down yeah is that even possible i mean it must be i think possible. you can check it yeah 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 i've seen people check bikes before on the airplane okay. but yeah. why you could just rent a bike in italy why why <laughs> and i think wasn't she staying with family like maybe the family had a bike who knows right. yeah i think yeah 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 great one the other one was the other one was why is there a mailbox in the middle of a zoo yes thank you I wrote that one down. (laughs) Why and what? I don't understand. (laughs) I mean, it all had to flow, I guess. So, yeah. I mean, they could have been walking down a city street. Like, it didn't have to be at, I don't know. Sure. Maybe it just sped up the timeline or whatever. But definitely caught that many times upon my rewatches. Those are my main questions. Got it. Um, One other question I had was, how long do we think that Grace and Bob were dating? Yeah. Just seems really fast, um, which is fine, but I always am curious because 
people have such different experiences with love and falling in love. So I just want to know, like, was this yeah. like a, a one month situation or was this like a three to six month situation? I'm just curious. I feel like in my in my research, it was a couple months mm-hmm. that had passed because we go through a few, a couple seasonal changes, I think. Mm. Did we go through winter? No. I don't think I don't we went through winter. winter. There's a scene where they're, they start dancing out, out back and they're having their wine and they start dancing and then it plays like these moments that they're about to have in the future and, and then yeah. it ends with them out back. So I'm kind of, con- you know, it's kind of confusing, but apparently time has passed. Yeah. But I think, I think at one point someone said, you've only been dating a few months or you've been dating a few months mm. and you still haven't slept together. Didn't, didn't. Oh yeah. Um, Charlie said that. Charlie say that. Yeah. So I think they've been together a few months, but I still think it's pretty new. Right. Because I get the feeling that, I don't know, I just get the feeling that, you know, they haven't, like, grown as quick as some people can in three months. Yeah. Speaking of myself. (laughs) Right, right. Well, yeah, that's also, like, why this movie is additionally so wholesome is that, like, he, Bob doesn't even know that Grace has a scar. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they don't have a very physical relationship, which... yeah. You know, I guess it makes sense because he's, you know, still dealing with losing his wife. But yeah. and Grace never talks, you know. Yeah, she's just doesn't want to tell him the truth. Yeah. She should, though. Should have. Yeah. Should have. She should have, yeah. Come on, girl. But yeah, I don't really have that many other questions. I think those were the biggest ones I had. Ah. Well, I just wanted to bring up a random point before I forget. Yeah. The dog, Mel. Yes. The dog is so sweet. And how sad is it that he keeps missing Elizabeth and he won't <sighs> eat his food? Oh, I know. It just broke my heart. He, like, steals the scenes. He's so sweet. He's really <laughs> sweet. So good. I will confess that I did tear up the scene when um, Elizabeth dies and yeah. Bob is just, like, by the door holding Mel and is sobbing. Oh, that's uh, so powerful. Yes. Oh, I mean... Oh. Also because we, it's not even like 10 minutes into the movie, right? And mm-hmm. we see Bob and his wife, Elizabeth, they're just so sweet to each other. Like you could tell no. like they just really love and respect. Yeah. It's just yeah. a true love type situation. And when she dies, it happens really fast and it's probably expected by the audience. But at the same time, it, it doesn't, it's, I still, it still evoked an emotional response. Same. Yeah. Anytime I watched it, I would cry. This time I didn't just because I knew it was coming. But yeah, most of the time I cry in that scene. The first time I I, I was like drowning in tears. <laughs> David Duchovny. Yeah. Um. Well, OK, so I actually did write down one more question is Grace and her lack of relationship with men. Mm. Do we think that Bob is like the first man that she's been romantically linked with? Yeah, I think that she's been really sick since she was little. And I think she's been kind of like an indoor, kind of bedridden or confined to the backyard. I don't think she gets out much. And I just think she's had a very poor quality of life up until this point. So this is the first time she's really getting to go out and be out there in the world. Got it. I mean, it makes sense. I think I was just like... I think mm-hmm. I was just like, really? But like zero experience? Because she mentioned yeah. she was 14 when she had, um, when she got sick, I think. Yep. So let's fast forward to the ending here. What are your thoughts on this? Are you happy with how mm-hmm. the movie ended? 
Um, well, the teen Whitney did not like the ending. <laughs> she wanted them to get married in the end. Yeah. Not, not Wally and whatever her name is. I'm sorry. I forgot. Sophie. Um, Sophia? Sophie. 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 Not Wally and Sophie. I wanted them to get married. But as an adult watching it again, I see how, how immature their relationship was and how it needed more time to grow. Like I wouldn't expect them to come back from Italy and get married now. Right. Watching it. So I was happy with it. I think it's sweet that they end with um, the gorilla, the gorilla exhibit opening and honoring Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and the whole family's there to support them or support Bob. It's it's really sweet. So I was happy with the ending as an adult. Yeah, same. I think the expected ending would be for Bob and Grace to get married. Mm-hmm. There still was a wedding, so you know they kind of snuck yep. that in. It did seem a bit contrived, Sophie and Wally. I mean, I loved yeah. that there was that do they, don't they kind of little situation in, in the movie, how that was like yep. part of that thing. But it, it felt a little contrived. But however, I just keep like confusing myself here. But I, I do like that it ends ultimately with this wedding and a family event. Yeah. I think it would have been weird if it just ended in Italy or if Bob was giving his speech for the dedication. I agree. I think it would have been weird if it ended on either one of those things. But yeah, ultimately, I think staying true to the themes of this movie, I think it made sense. I agree. And you saw Bonnie's character was pregnant in the end. I did. I was wondering (laughs) if you would have caught that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I noticed that until I was watching the credits last night. Yeah. Oh, man. Whitney, I can't get anything past you. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I do my rewatching quite. I take it very seriously. Very seriously. Um, So what is that? Would that be child number six for them? Oh, gosh. I didn't even count their children. I was trying to count. 20. I don't even know how many kids they had. I don't. I couldn't tell you that. I thought it was four and then I counted five. So I'm old. I think I think this is baby number six. Let's say it is. Oh, my gosh. That's that sounds I mean, fun and also incredibly hard. That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So for a movie about fate and destiny, do you think Bob and Grace stay together? I'd like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say yes. Yeah, I think so too. It would be weird if they broke up and she takes that heart somewhere else. Literally oh. and figuratively. Wouldn't that be weird? That is a really, that is a great point. Right? Yeah. It would be weird. I feel like, I feel like there's probably even like an amount of guilt that she has to stay with him now mm. because she has that heart. Wow. I haven't even thought about that yet. I'm same. You're oh, bringing up wow. a really good there's point. Like, <laughs> there's like a psychological guilt thing where she feels responsible for that heart and keeping it and letting Bob keep it. So yeah, she's got to make it work. She better not change. I think she makes it work to your point. Um, I think Grace is such a good hearted person. And yes. I think, you know, grandpa raised her to go to church often. And I think there's that whole maybe Catholic guilt, which I cannot speak at all about. But yeah, yeah, I think Grace also believes that this heart belongs with Bob. And I yes. just want to say, I think Bob is a great guy. Yes, I, <laughs> I agree. I think he's a great guy. He's he's really considerate, really thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems just all in, which I love that he's mm-hmm. not playing games. Like I hate when these rom-coms and the guys play the games yeah he's he's all in from the beginning and I just 
I did love that about him. When when I wrote down my favorite characters, he was first. Yeah. Not because he's David the Company, just because <laughs> he is like such a good guy. He's a great guy. He works hard. He really loves that woman and he's just mm-hmm. a good guy. Yeah, it's there's no one that's not likable to your point, maybe Charlie out of mm-hmm. a pretty solid stack of characters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bob is just such a good person. Hmm. Let's shout out to all the good guys out there. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah. There's not any flaws that I can see in him, which I mm-hmm. usually like to point out flaws quite quickly in these rom-com characters. But Yeah, except for maybe that he can't make popcorn. Wow. Oh, weird. yeah, weird. That was <laughs> definitely weird. I, I thought about putting that down <laughs> under my WTF, but I was like, is anyone else noticing that he put three bags, I think, yeah, with the plastic in? In the microwave, yeah. Oh, and then he used he used the actual... <laughs> popcorn bags as pot holders to get out the burnt popcorn bag and then he throws it in the oven and he sprays Windex. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, what grown I mean, I don't know. It, it he can't just, be that hard. You know, I think his his former wife just took care of a lot of things. I mean, it was really sweet when he was trying to blow dry his pants too. That was funny. So cute. So endearing. <laughs> so exactly. Cute. Yes, endearing. Yes, he's endearing. Yeah. I just want to also shout out that like He's kind of a slob, which maybe is his flaw, but to your point, his wife probably took care of the house and took care of everything else to the point where his dog walker jokes with him, like, you can't afford me to be a housekeeper, and that this, like, teenage girl also delivers his dinner to him every night. Yes. (laughs) I mean, poor Bob. Poor Bob. He needs a woman. Or just maybe a better Charlie, to your point. Yeah, or a better Charlie. So we, we've talked a few times already about how we think this movie's underrated, but do you think, yeah, like, why isn't this a more popular rom-com? I just don't know. I guess, I, you know what I think? I think, um, to your point, David Duchovny is not super popular, and mm-hmm. Minnie Driver is not super popular. She had just done, I think, Goodwill Hunting before this movie. Right. So she was pretty new on the scene. And neither of them are big names. Same with Bonnie Hunt. She wasn't a big name Mm -hmm. yet. So that could be why. I do think if this had had like a Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, Mm. it would have been a smashing success. However, they're overdone. So I don't want Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in this movie. (laughs) Fair, fair point. I think I agree with you. I think maybe the stars are just not super A-list. Which is yeah. probably why this movie, why it works, to be frank. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it was an AA list, it, yeah, overdone. Have, we've seen them do those roles before. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I just don't think it's that accessible. I think that's why people just, like, haven't seen it. Yeah, it's not on any streaming services. Yeah, I, 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 I ultimately rented it on Amazon to watch it. Oh, it was on sale when I am when I rented it. It was only one ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if people out there who have not watched Return to Me, just just rent it on Amazon. You won't be yeah. won't be sorry. Yeah, I wonder why it's not. I mean, also six point nine on IMDb for a rom com is, I think, pretty high. From oh. like the past conversations I've done on the podcast, six point nine is quite high. So I'm That's a little surprised know. by that. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. So this movie is 21 years old, 21 and a half years old, which is low-key depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Do you think this movie's aged well? 
Um, for the most part, yes. I will tell you one funny part that I don't think has aged well. Mm. The Sammy Sosa reference. Oh my, Whitney, you and I are on the same wavelength. I love it. The Sammy <laughs> Sosa. So I went digging because I, I knew the name. I knew he had something to do with baseball. Mm-hmm. And I remember him being like on everybody's mind in two, 2000. That's when mm-hmm. it was, 2000. Yeah. And oh my gosh, he played on the Chicago Cubs. He was like in a, in a race with Mark McGuire to get that home run record. Yes. And then all the, you know, everything came back to me. So I remembered the reference. But mm-hmm. today, any Gen Zer or even millennial may not know who the heck that is. So mm-hmm. that was funny. <laughs> I'm like, Sammy Sosa, wait, what, who is that? Oh, yeah. So I did a lot of research. I could tell you a lot you of did. facts. You did. You don't want to hear them. <laughs> I love how there's a Mark McGuire reference. Yeah. Also. Remember Mark McGuire? Yeah. The two of them. Of Ultimately, Mark McGuire kept, they did it like two years in a row. They were racing for this like 400 run record or something. Uh-huh. I'm probably wrong. But Mark McGuire beat him like two years in a row, I believe. And then they both got inducted, I think, into the Hall of Fame. I mean, don't, it makes sense. Yeah, don't uh, <laughs> quote me on that. That's so funny. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa thing, as a kid, I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, me too. But now it's just, yeah, you not all people of color look the same. Nope. And... It, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you look him up, he looks nothing like uh, Charlie right, at all. Right. I think he was Dominican, I Mm. think, right? And he doesn't look anything like Charlie at all. So that's, like, rude. Yeah. Definitely. Not culturally appropriate. No. No. But that's literally, I mean, the only thing I wrote down here for this category because it was kind of telling. I did appreciate that there was some, you know, that they had David Allen Greer in this movie, Mm -hmm. that it wasn't just an all-white cast. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they kind of joke make fun of the fact that he's black mm-hmm. so yeah. i didn't need it but yeah 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 but other than that i think it's aged pretty well um i just had a thought that if this were done in like a in the world of social media maybe grace would be someone who is not shy about having a heart transplant yeah Like, it's like, yeah, let's, I empower you. Like, this is not something we should be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they don't need to make this movie again. It's fine. No, they're good. They're good. (laughs) They're (laughs) totally fine. But yeah, I I wonder what the the different kind of storytelling of it would be is that the woman's in charge of her, I don't know, of telling her narrative, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I also think, remember how he left his phone at the bar? I was mm. thinking, I was thinking about what would that be like in today's age. But I guess he would still have to go and get it. Mm. So it's probably it probably still holds up for the most part. It was an old phone. It was like a Nokia. Yeah, yeah, it brought me back to those big brick mm-hmm. phones. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of surprising for twenty-one years old. I guess because it is just as wholesome as we keep saying it is. It's just that yeah, it's there's not a lot of problems with this movie. Um, okay, so moving on to trivia, we've mentioned a few here. Let me see. So you mentioned that O'Reilly's Restaurant is an actual restaurant in Chicago. Yep. It It is called Twin Anchors. It still exists. And I did some digging. It has 4.7 on Google, which is pretty high. Nice. And Frank Sinatra used to dine there. Oh, cool. 
So like that no vibe idea. is still very, you know, it makes sense for this movie. Love that. The role of Joe, who's played by Jim Belushi, was originally offered to John Favreau, who uh, do you know who John Favreau is? He's yeah. from Swingers, and yeah, he's in yep. the Marvel movies. He John Favreau declined because he didn't want to be a supporting character. Mm. So Jim Belushi got it. He was better. Yeah, he was good. He was great. He was he so was good great. with like the belly roll and the yeah. everything. It was so good. It was perfect. <gasps> Apparently, George Clooney was offered the role of Bob. What? Which, I mean, I'm not really a big, I'm not a huge George Clooney fan, but no, I, I like that as David Duchovny, even though Me I too. have zero relationship with David Duchovny. David Allen Greer and Bonnie Hunt were also in Jumanji together with Robin oh, Williams. Yeah. Okay. And two more points here. This is unfortunately the last movie of Carol O'Connor, who played Grandpa, and Dick Cusack, who was Mr. Bennington, which we talked about. Yes. Yes, I read that as well. Yeah. Um, Bonnie Hunt's mom, brother, and sister are all in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In little cameos, which, I mean, if I had a sibling who was making a movie in my hometown, I'd be like, yes, put me in. I'll be a waitress. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but that's all the trivia I have here. Oh, I have one last piece. Please. <laughs> okay, the same month that the film was released, David Duchovny which obviously, and Minnie Driver mm. appeared appeared in the X-Files episode Hollywood AD, which of course I watched live because I <laughs> watched it every week. Driver's role was uncredited. She plays okay. an audience member watching the film that was made during that episode. That's so funny. You said it was the same month? Yep. Same month it was released. Huh. Yeah. Wait, so Whitney, I would be remiss to ask you, I guess, about The X-Files, since, I mean, this is probably the only David Duchovny movie that is a rom-com. Like, tell me more. Like, why was young Whitney so drawn to X-Files? Oh, my gosh. Maybe because it was, like, the first adult show that I was able to watch. My dad and I would watch it together. Mm. So we made it our thing, and I guess I kind of obsessed over it, and... Because there was nothing else that I would watch regularly besides, like, random, like, sitcoms or family-style movies or shows. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess that's it. But I just really loved the stories. I loved the sci-fi-ness of it. I was into, like, sci-fi stuff back then. Got it. And I also loved that there was chemistry, of course, between Mulder and Scully. Scully, (laughs) that's right. Scully. Jillian Anderson, which... Yep. I mean, now we're just off the point of rom-coms. But yeah, she's killing it in The Crown. She's awesome, yeah. I kind of wish you and I were friends when we were children because I, I would have loved to <laughs> have... I don't know. I would have been so curious about this whole X-Files passion. I know. I would have taught you everything. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I am I admittedly am not a sci-fi fan. I, I'll watch... I enjoy a good sci-fi movie, but... I don't think it's my first genre. I mean, obviously, says the girl who has a rom-com podcast. So yep, yep, that's so funny. I love that. <laughs> um, but I think we can wrap it up, Whitney. Do you have any last things you'd like to add or last takes? No, but this was really fun. I loved rewatching and rehashing it with you. Thank you, Michelle. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much for taking the time and again giving me a reason to rewatch Return to Me. Anytime. 
yeah, it's just charming and it's such a easy breezy watch. It'll it'll warm your heart. Give me the line that Mr. Bennington says again. <laughs> I was on a safari, Bob. Can you imagine me on a safari? Safari. <laughs> I'm not as good as he is. So good. Thank you. Thanks again, Whitney. Yep. <laughs> to all tuning in, thank you so much for listening to an episode of Romcom Weekly. Please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of Return to Me. What would you rate this on a scale from one to 10? And we'll chat with you again next week. Bye.